Joe, <laughs> this magic carpet ride is rolling. This Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings rolling. you Garage Logic Podcast number 1217. Yes. The last show of 2023. Or maybe ever. Yeah, ever. Could be ever. Could be ever. December 29th, 2023. 53 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1999. And it was uh, 24 below on this day in 1917. And just to let you in on the on the New Year's Eve, the warmest New Year's Eve we've had in this neck of the woods was 50 degrees in 1904. And the warmest New Year's Day, I think these records will stand. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything in the forecast. The warmest New Year's Day we had was 48 degrees in 1897. Hail the flashlight, King! Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Sushir. Willard Angry, uh, Willard Anger is commenting on the uh, Mayor uh, of Minneapolis who is doing that whole... Uh, Johnny Holmes. Got that Eastern John thing. Holmes. What's that Queen? What's the Queen guy? <coughs> oh, uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie doing Mercury. that whole Freddie Mercury thing with mm-hmm. the hair, lip, mustache. I like and your style, dude. Yeah, I like going. your style, Mary. You're doing that whole... Cowboy thing. Cowboy thing. Hey. Well, he was celebrating as one of his accomplishments the demolition of the old Kmart building. Remember that on Lake Street? Yeah. Is that an accomplishment? People wanted that gone anyway. The homeless people burned it down. Not an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment. Yeah, and it's you still, know what they call an angry mustache? What? A pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Took me a while. It took me, took yeah, me a took while. Me a don't don't like, be looking at your phone right I'm now. I'm trying to turn my ringer off. <laughs> that, that doesn't require anything except hand it to me and, and I'll turn it off. No, I'm not going to turn it off. Oh. We are maintaining. Hi. We're laser. The show right now. Focus. I'll call you. Fucking Friday. And uh, Scott from Inver Grove is wondering, or is telling us to have a happy new year. Uh, he believes that the economy is improving at the convenience of Grandpa Joe Biden. Hmm. That suddenly the stock market is soaring and gas is cheaper hmm. and and what have you. And he, he writes anecdotally, interest rates are already falling. To make sure everybody will be happy in 2024, this alone will ensure that millions of useful idiots run off to the ballot box, or should I say mailbox, to cast their 2024 votes for these charlatans that affectionately call themselves Democrats or Republicans. So true. We are poorly served by both parties, aren't we? So true. And as we head into... 2024, because I have to hold your attention. Mm-hmm. I got one guy eating out of a pouch in his jacket, and the other guy's <laughs> trying to make a science experiment with his grapefruit juice. Emergency, friends, this is Larry King for emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Only John Hyde is behaving. Oh, that's I, and he wouldn't he be if his, he was here. Wait till he does his university lacrosse porn story. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Well, let's get right to it. 
Okay. Wow. No, but for the news, I've I've been trying to link the story of the failed academy, and I and I haven't. Sure, I haven't successfully made the link. But you've got a. He was not. Wasn't a professor, wasn't he? In administration, he was was a chancellor. Isn't that the guy? Well, and he's tenured, so they can't fire him. So he's doing a vegan cooking show with the missus. Yep. Uh, Did you see the missus? I did. It's a show I I could miss. You know, so pick your spots. That's, that's what I'm saying. Pick your spots, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could miss that one. He's doing a vegan cooking show. Apparently, they then they carry on in their birthday suits or something. Well, I don't the, know. No, here's I did a little research. Oh, okay, they, John. They, thank they you. The, in the interest they, of the show, we we really appreciate your dedication. They do the show clothed with a. A porn actor or actress, star, porn star. Everybody's clothed. Like India Summer. They make an actual meal, and then after the meal, they uh, take their clothes off and they record a uh, pornographic scene that uh, is obviously a threesome at that point, whether with the male or the female and the couple. Joe's like, I'm just here for the meal. What what do they do with the food? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they eat first. I I didn't, oh, yeah. you know. What did you oh, want yeah. to eat after? Well, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe so, they save it. But, but I'm right. correct in that that it's a vegan meal. It is a vegan meal that they cook. They're both out. vegans. I'm out. Right the husband well, and I'm the out. wife. Well, what's what the else? conversation while the meal is being prepared? Yeah, you know, did, they, hey, did uh, the porno couple uh, help them cook the meal? No, it's not a porno couple. It's just one porn person, and it's. Uh, the couple and a porn person, and the conversation like is like Sika. any cooking show. You any like paprika? Cooking. Right. Yeah. Sika. Sika, you can tell how old Rook is. Okay, let's, uh, let's... Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, just normal conversation like you'd see on any cooking show. Sure. And then you take the whatever, the paprika. Okay, and they're and, they're yeah. doing this at, at their house in La Crosse. In their kitchen. In their, in their kitchen. kitchen. Mm-hmm. And somehow uh, somebody with the school got wind of this. Yes. Well, and then what they do is they they walk off, and then you have to be uh, the uh, registered to the site or whatever to see the only uh, the hot not cooking only fans only right. something fans okay. loyal loyal fans. Can we get serious for a moment? Sure. Maybe, okay. Well, seriously, what does this say about the failed academy? Oh, I I have it. Uh, okay, what? Because I'm struggling with that. standards. Well, there aren't any. That's just it. Your standards are so poor. Because this is the guy who's the head of the school, right? In in would that be correct, John? uh, He's the chancellor. The chancellor would be the the dean, the the guy. If you read the story, and I know John has, his quotes are almost laughable because he's shocked that that anyone would have a problem with this. Well, Bud, you're the chancellor of the school. May I may I say that I too? Well, I'm not shocked. But I'm a bit surprised that this wouldn't fly in the failed academy. Oh, really? In other words, they're trying to exercise a standard that he presumed wouldn't have even have been bothered with. True. Okay, that's true. Right. Yeah, why, why are they all in a hussy about this? And it what he's like- claiming, John, if I'm not mistaken, he wishes to defend his uh, actions based on the First Amendment. He says it's free speech. He has yes. a right to do this. Yeah, infringes on their free speech rights. And what is the school claiming? Uh, the school says, uh, the. I'll give you the quote from Karen Walsh, the head of the board there. Uh, this board oversees the system's 13 universities, said in a statement the board was, quote, alarmed and disgusted 
by his actions without specifying specifically any of the actions. Well, I wish boards would uh, would would gin up some contempt and disgust for many other things that are wrong in the failed academy. I think they should be disgusted at this. The guy's a complete idiot mm-hmm. for doing this. But why aren't they also uh, disgusted at the fact that the academy is completely failed? Now, as we go into 2024, hmm. we should cheer for something. Uh, we're going to stay with the failed academy here. We have to see the elimination uh, if this country is to survive, and I'm being dead serious, and this would apply to corporations, politics, uh, and the failed academy, we have to see the end of the DEI movement, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's ruinous. It has replaced meritocracy. It has replaced achievement uh, for a collective mindset that says everyone should be the same. It's it's failing. The, it's one of the main reasons the academy has failed hmm. is the DEI movement. Everyone has to be the same, and it's it yeah. it, it needs to go. If it here's a, here's another one. It's from Wisconsin. Oh, lacrosse. <laughs> well, I think this yeah, is right. Madison. How far? Well, not no, no. This is also at Eau Claire. Oh, this is Eau Claire. Yeah, this guy Claire. was lacrosse. That's a yeah. different city. This was the University of Wisconsin Eau Claire. <laughs> Got it. I know they're a different city. <laughs> cross like down by Winona. Yeah, like across the river. I'm thinking of something. Okay. Do you want to snow? Oh. There was a big uh, triumph, <laughs> the National Triumph Car uh, oh, gathering, yeah. the summer gathering, was in Lacrosse, which in you a, attended. Yeah, in about I don't know 2017 or 2018, and I appointed myself just to be uh, helpful. Uh, as director of publicity. And you can't believe, that. you can't believe the time I spent informing every radio station and TV station in a, I don't know, 300 mile radius Winona, Eau Claire, La Crosse, on and on and on. I typed up a news release because it'd be fun to bring the kids to the park on yes. Sunday and stroll through. Never got a response to anyone. Wow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out. This is interesting. So you you did this personally, typed it well, up. Well, on behalf of the club, but, the Minnesota club was active in sponsoring this event. But did you attach your name to it as well? Uh, I can't remember if I did or not. I think I was just acting on behalf of the Triumph oh, Club. Oh, okay. It would be funny if you said, you know, hey, uh, my name's Joe Sushri. I'm acting on... And not one person replied. Oh, no, right, right. <laughs> Boy, the pull of his show, huh? Yeah. I, and I, I happen to like the town of La Crosse. I think it's kind of neat. And my, I'll give you a little tip. It's a hell of a good eating town. Uh, my cousins, the Matills, live in La Crosse. Well, anyway, back to... My Uncle John was the art teacher <laughs> at Central High School in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Okay. Peter was the... Did he have an OnlyFans? Embers, Embers in La Crosse. Did he have an OnlyFans, the I teacher? Embers. So. I don't think oh, so. Embers. Not his style. Well, I used to Just love Embers. Me Embers. too. The Hamburger Royale. Yep. What'd you have when you go to Embers? Hamburger Royale. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I'd, I'd have the breakfast. They had great breakfast. There was an Embers Ooh. in Highland Park on Ford Parkway. Yes. Do you yeah, remember I their, wonder if I get the time in the town. Do you remember their Sprites? <laughs> sprites? Sprites? Yeah, their pop? No. 
And I'm going to keep score. No, Brooke, you're doing yeah, such yeah. a good Thank job. You. I'm keeping Thank score. It's, it's, you know, that's at least like, three. It's like taking candy from a baby is what uh, it is. No, I don't remember. No, that's like number taking three. candy from a baby. I wouldn't have had Sprite. Right. Gellers, right. for those then, of you then asking. You, then the answer is no, you wouldn't remember. I said no. Right. What, what right. I'm keeping <laughs> score of is the number of times Rookie asked Joe a question. Basically trying to pull out of his rear end, right. and then Joe answers right. the question. Right. May I get us back to the University of Wisconsin? Let's go. Euclid. Euclid, yes. Euclid. But you have a Sprite. A University of Wisconsin Euclid staff member has sued the university because she was fired for being white. Oh. This has to end. Possible. This is not possible. Fired for being, being white. white. Well, even better, she was fired from the diversity office for being white. <laughs> wow, you are kidding uh, me. DEI must end, or this country has no future. And I'm not exaggerating. This is not hyperbole. No, it's not hyperbole at all. You're completely right. The lawsuit alleges that when Rochelle Hoffman was promoted to UW Eau Claire's interim director of the campus's Multicultural Student Service Office, hmm. the school's former vice chancellor for equity, diversity, and inclusion, and student affairs, Olga Diaz, was told by students that a white woman was not fit to preside over a position intended to serve students of color. Well, let me see. There's there's the, one of their fundamental flaws in why this program needs to be just disappeared. Yeah. If you're going to talk diversity, why wouldn't white be in the color range? It has. It's to It's part it's, of the diversity, right. isn't it? Right. White, black, red, right. yep. brown. Yeah. What? What? Why would the white? Uh, well, you hired a white woman as the interim director. One student was cited in a federal complaint against the university as saying, per the complaint, another student asked, do you personally feel white staff can do as effective a job as a person of color within a space for people of color? Well, again, their fundamental flaw is, why is diversity assumed to only mean people of color? Is it white a color? Well... Hoffman, that would be, who in the hell is Hoffman? Oh, Rochelle Hoffman. Yeah, the She's the one who got canned. Yeah. Hoffman said she felt compelled to resign last year after eight months of intense hostility and staff questioning her legitimacy after being promoted to interim director of the campus's multicultural student services office, the mm. complaint states. Okay. Hoffman worked for the campus's Blue Gold Beginnings Office for six years prior to the promotion. The, the Beginnings Office. Maybe the Eau Claire team name is the Blue Golds. You could look that up. Okay. According to Wisconsin Public Radio, the office served underrepresented, low-income, and first-generation college students. Uh, I, this is written poorly by the New York Post picking this story up from Fox News. Uh, I don't know what office they're referring to that serves underrepresented, low-income, and first-generation college students. Are they referring to the Blue Gold Beginnings Office or the office she's left, the Equity and Diversion Office? The uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin nickname is the Blue Gold. Okay, now look up Blue Gold's be- Blue Gold Beginnings. All right. Sounds like they maybe have some redundant bureaucracies in place there. 
taking advantage of the always charitable taxpayers of Wisconsin. We go through the same thing here. Uh, blue golds. Let's see. They're not giving us any. It's all uh, sports. Let me just give me a second here. I think I've answered my question. See? Uh, blue gold beginnings merged with the Office of Multicultural Affairs last year. Okay. And apparently Hoffman, this gal who's felt the hostility, she slid over from Blue Golds and melded into the combined office. And uh, this this raised a uh, kerfuffle because she's white, for God's sakes. You can't have a white person. Unbelievable. Despite Hoffman's exceptional qualifications, students, faculty, and staff opposed her appointment to interim director solely because she was white. Isn't that racism? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It was exclusively Hoffman's identity as white that was the issue. Criticism was about her race and color, not her qualifications. And that's the problem with the DEI movement. It's not about qualifications. It is exactly about race and color. It's meaningless. It's detrimental. It makes children of color less than. It is ruining the country. It has already ruined the academy for 2024. Let that go forth on a banner, shall we not? <laughs> Stem yes. the tide of the DEI movement as garage logic moves forward. It's a waste of time. It means means about 100,000 people in this country are going to have to go out and find a real job mm -hmm. because that's about how many are tied up in this BS. It means nothing. In 2013, the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire was awarded $294,000 college-ready grant from Great Lakes Higher Education Guarantee Corp. to expand the number of students served by Blue Gold Beginnings, a program designed to give youth access to higher education through pre-college outreach. Okay. Yes, you in the back. There was a video that someone had tagged the Garage Logic account in that's worth people viewing on their own. It doesn't do much um, for the show here, but basically talking about how DEI is single-handedly ruining, I believe in this case, it's elementary and middle school education. Well, we've... We and well, let me just finish. There's one part where there is a an African-American male teacher saying... You all are not doing any of these black kids any favors because you're you're basically taking my seventh grade reading class that's reading at a fourth grade level and you're stamping them on to eighth grade and they're not ready. Well, didn't we have a local uh, teacher who Milwaukee. obviously was the head of this? No, yes. the guy here, he went to Creighton and he's now at Hill Murray. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Anthony Benner. To Anthony Benner. Is it Anthony? Tony Benner. Uh I'll find out. Adam, uh, uh, it's Benner, though. Benner was ahead of this curve Andrew? years ago in the St. Paul Public School District, where he was essentially saying, you people are idiots. Aaron Benner. Aaron Benner. Aaron Aaron Benner. Benner. I think he went from Creighton to, and I think he's with Hill Murray now. Uh, he w yeah, he was with Creighton, and then he switched over to Hill Murray. And, and this, this, this movement has to just, it, it has to completely disappear. 100%. It can't be modified. It can't be changed. It must disappear. It must be blown up, metaphorically. It has to go away. And if that means 100,000 people got to go become a third shift leader at Arby's, so be <laughs> it. Because that's about all they'd be qualified to do. No offense to the qualified third shift leaders at Arby's. Wow. This is meaningless. Uh, he has a website, by the way. Who, Aaron? A. Aaron Benner. Yeah. 
Uh, educatedteachersmn.com. Yep. And you have to resist it, GLers. I know you do, GLers. But you, we have to make this a fundamental activity of 2024. Sometimes it feels like nobody listens to us. We don't get anywhere. We lose all our battles. But somehow we must be making a dent somewhere. Aaron emphasizes a good kid who simply made a bad mistake. He discovered he was forbade from doing so because of new racial equality disciplinary policy pushed by the school district. Aaron believed so strongly the new policy was hurting his students that he pushed back and eventually... Uh, against eventually going public with his concerns, I had a great classroom management. I had great classroom management. My students knew that once they crossed the classroom threshold, there were rules. Then someone from the outside suddenly said there weren't any rules. The looks on my students' faces spoke so loudly they were saying, "That's not right." My, rules. They right. need rules. Of All of them, not just the black kids, not the white kids, not the Asian kids. And I hold, given their the structure of their union and who leads it, I give zero hope to the Minneapolis. Give zero hope to either St. Paul or Minneapolis public schools. Right. Zero. You don't think our, they our drank this sales cool, is going to come in and they drank this Kool Aid as fast as they could, and it's it's ruinous. No, there is a new Grunhoffers. It's open. Officially. Spencer promised it would be open for Christmas. It's open. I got, I'm going to tell you where it is. It's on Highway 96 in Birch Lake Square. So picture this. It's between Interstate 35 yeah. and Highway 61 on 96. I know exactly where that is. Okay. Yep. That's where Super it is. Super easy to get to. That's where it is. It's not literally on the water at White Bear Lake. Right. It's on 96 between 61 and 35. Uh, there's an address, but you don't need it. It's in Birch Lake Square, yeah, and you'll, you'll see find it. Grunhoffers. That's the third location, the original being just north of Hugo on Highway 61, then Forest Lake on 97, just east of 35, and now White Bear Lake. What do you prepare for New Year's? Ham? Uh, Is that a ham celebration? Uh, what do you if do? I was going there, I would, uh, and they would have a perfect piece of meat, I would go tenderloin. Yeah, beef filet. Good. Good. It just—I yeah. mean, Spencer. I can see it in the um, uh, case. case, and it's cook it. At, and so Spencer will tell you, you can put some salt and pepper on it. Don't play with it. Put it on uh, four hundred for forty-five minutes. It's all you got to do. Ooh. It's all you got to do. Well, Don't you, mess with you it. You know the drill. Grun offers. At any of the locations, we'll have the best meat you've ever tasted. You got the football playoffs oh, coming yeah. up. The bowl games aren't over yet. Plenty of grilling time left with all those brats and burgers, the thick cut bacon. You know it. It's all good. It's all at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. And that third location in White Bear Lake is now open for business, ready for your New Year's orders. It's uh, right in Birch Lake Square. It's at 1350, if you want the address, 1350 Highway 96. 1350 Highway 96 East, Sweet One. Ooh. But it's right there in Birch Lake Square between 35 and 61. You spoke to Spencer today on the phone. No, he didn't answer, but one of his people did. Oh, you got a guy? And I perfectly wanted to clarify exactly where the new store was. Got it. So there it is, folks. Right on Highway 96, between 35 and 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. 
Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash garagelogic fifty. And use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This week is your last chance to receive 12% off all Liberty Safe products at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. The sale ends at the end of the month, so you're going to need to swing in and go home with the peaceful peace of mind knowing you own the best safe made. You'll know your goodies are protected with the American-made Liberty Safe, the best fire protection you can get, fully transferable lifetime warranty, and professional delivery and installation courtesy of Rich, the Maple Grove Lock and Safe Santa. Also courtesy of Rich, and he just added this on, and it's only through the end of the month, a light kit, a dehumidifier, and a power outlet installed free of charge. The website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com, if you want to give Rich a call, 763 763- 494-9075. Better yet, just stop into the shop. 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove and Pester Rhett, uh, Rich right in person with your many questions. Protect what matters most and give the gift of safety. Give it to a loved one or give it to yourself. 12% off a Liberty Safe and a free light kit dehumidifier and power outlet installed for free. MapleGroveLockandSafe.com. Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. I put this next 60 seconds to song. <laughs> Do you like clink carpets? Then you would like zero res. Do you like clink carpets? Then you like zero res. Zero res has got a perfect, perfect, perfect guarantee. Yes, 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 yes. Zero res. Gotta love it. Guarantee. Gotta love it. Guarantee. Four point rating on Google. 17,000 reviews. All you have to do, folks, is get in touch with zero res. Zero res has given me full, a, 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 a white canvas to paint up. And now I will do so by telling you the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee is fantastic. You must do yourself a favor. For just $129, Joe, you can get three rooms. He's doing all three Zero Resified. Yes. Your air ducts, Joe. There's dirt in your air ducts. You can get $75 off this month, Joe. You tell the rookie sent you. You can, you can put your head down and pretend you don't hear me. I'm in your head, Sushere. <laughs> You are going to call Zero Res. When you see a dirty carpet, you will say, Zero Res, gotta love it, guarantee, 952-Zero-Res-Online-ZeroResMinnesota.com. Do you want the dirty carpet special? Hell no. You want the rookie special, and you must say it to get it. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. I've used them. Everyone on this planet has used them, and they stand behind their cleaning. 4.9 rating in Google. 17,000 reviews. 59, 100 
952. Author's <laughs> Corner with Joe Souchere. The countdown continues. Zero Res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, online at zeroresminnesota.com. Thank you. For, I yield the balance of my time, Senator. Thank you. Yep. Something else we should take a page from this fellow's yeah. notebook. Okay. Hey, hey, I'll do the funny voice stuff, okay? You don't say, the notebook. I'm, I didn't my say bit. it that Yeah, way. you were trying to copy. <clears throat> Are you aware of a Delta Airlines employee in New York City who had had enough... Oh, yes. I know exactly where you're going. Was there any audio? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were going to bring this well, up I'll today. Well, I'll set it up while you find the audio. Right. A Delta Airlines employee in New York City is being praised for a viral video that shows him standing up to the nonsense of a transgender man mm. by shutting down the man's attempt to portray himself as a victim of being misgendered. And it's worth noting, the person trying to set up this Delta employee is a very good friend of Dylan Mulvaney. The person oh, the, that, uh, the, okay. the uh, transgender yes, person that yes. Bud Light uh, basically committed career suicide by having Got him endorsed. The original video was shared by, t by TikTok user and actor Tommy Dorfman who played in the Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. Dorfman calls himself a woman and lives his life using feminine pronouns. Let me stop right there. Is the interaction between this Dorfman fellow and the Delta uh, ticket agent, or yes. is Dorfman just uh, no. sharing a video? Dorfman is the one clearly trying to bait the Delta employee. For what purpose? Just to be a, a D-I-C-K? To, to point out that the, the, this misgendered nonsense, and it completely backfired on in this other person. Words, in other words, is Dorfman on our side? No, the Delta employee is on our side. <clears throat> trying to point out that I'm not doing anything wrong here. Okay, let's start over. You got a Delta Airlines employee is being praised for his the way he handled this. Okay. He's dealing with a customer named... Uh, Tommy Dorfman, correct. correct? So far, I'm yes. correct. He's dealing with a customer, customer named Tommy Dorfman, who apparently is an actor mm -hmm. and uh, identifies as a woman. Correct. Uh, okay. And uses feminine pronouns. Right. And, right. and Dorfman is upset because this Delta employee is using the wrong pronouns, in their opinion, for both him and the person that he, she is with. Uh the TikTok has since been deleted by Dorfman after a barrage of users commented on the post, but not before the video was downloaded and re-uploaded elsewhere. All right. According to the, uh, according to the rap, the incident took place at LaGuardia Airport. While speaking to airline employees just before Christmas, Dorfman alleged he had been intentionally misgendered by a female Delta employee. The clip begins with Dorfman asking an unidentified male employee, and what about when a Delta employee misgenders you intentionally? The male employee then addressed another person off camera and said, while he's talking, you're talking over him. Dorfman cut in to again rip the airline's employees for not using his preferred pronouns. You just misgendered me again multiple times. Both of you have, Dorfman said. Wow. The male employee responded, it was not intentional, but if you want to take it personally, that's okay. Yep. All right. 
A female Delta employee then cut in after Dorfman alleged uh, she had misgendered him multiple times. Well, she did do it intentionally twice, Dorfman said, to which the female employee disagreed. As Dorfman continued to disrupt what looked like it should have been a simple boarding process, the male employee reached the point where he'd had enough. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, I'll have Port Authority escort you out of the building right this moment if you want to play that game with me, he said, with the kind of command presence needed to deal with the severely mentally ill in such scenarios. Hmm. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I don't know what that means. Well, you'll. why don't I play it? Yeah. Because it'll become much more clear. And the fact that if Delta doesn't give this employee a raise, they're missing a huge opportunity. It's only 30 seconds long. And what about when a Delta employee misgenders you so intentionally? While, she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal... That's also well, okay. she did do it intentionally twice. You're talking to me too. You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have Port Authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me, okay. So would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. So the reason it was deleted, this person, uh, the mo- uh, not uh, Dorfman. The reason this person put this up is they were hoping that this was going to make them a big deal and that Delta would succumb to this complete nonsense. And this Delta employee, again, should be given a raise. And the fact that this person deleted the video because they were hammered for being an ass. And that's all that this is about. That's a ray of hope. Oh, 100%. The country has reached a tipping point with this BS. Yes. And can you imagine it's Christmas time at LaGuardia. Can you imagine this guy having the nerve to hold up the line to oh get because it's all about you to paint his his deformed message? I have mental illness, and you all need to go along with my mental illness. Otherwise, I'm going to hold up this entire line because it's all about me. The employee was praised on social media for standing up to the transgender bullying. Well, as <laughs> he should be praised, and I happen to agree with Reavers that uh, boy Delta better not treat this guy harshly. See, you got to get rid of DEI. This would fall under the rubric of DEI. 100%. Get rid of it. And you go bleep yourself, pal, telling me I misgendered you. You want your bleeping airline ticket or don't you? Right. Shut the hell up. Get on the plane, sit down, be quiet. And Joe it's nailed it. It's pronoun fascism. And imagine you're you're trying to leave LaGuardia. You're trying to get home to see your family on Christmas. And this asshat is in front of you making a scene for TikTok fame. Delta said it was aware of the video and was investigating. There's nothing to investigate. The no-nonsense male employee could well face some form of punishment from his woke corporate bosses, but they need to end that. DEI has to disappear. Yeah. Has to disappear. What'll really be something, Joe, is if Delta gets really wants to show us something, put this person in a no-fly list. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, it would be fantastic. I would do that. I Not too say. long ago, this Delta employee's actions would have been anything but newsworthy. Uh, as more and more people 
cling to the false notion that they can magically shift their sexes. More and more of them are using their perceived new identities to create drama that they can post online for clout. To see one of them so quickly disarmed is inspiring, hilarious, and a little sad, as this used to be a proper country. Uh, and this is written by whom? This is a piece I got from, where did I get it? Uh, who wrote this? Uh, I don't know where I got this. Maybe the New York Post. But it's, it's on many different sites. And uh, isn't it something? Isn't it something that we have to react by congratulating the uh, the the guy at the counter? Joke. It's a joke. We have to create. We, we're we're congratulating him for something that's entirely normal on his part. Mm-hmm. Finally, saying, "Listen, pal, we're, no one here is trying to hurt you. You want to keep this up?" And I think the guy caved, didn't he? Dorfman, didn't he say, "Okay"? No. Th- basically, he shut the video off. Because he could see, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to win here. I'm not, no, sorry, not win. I'm not going to get what I'm seeking here, so I'm going to quit recording. But the fact that they posted it and then were just hammered for this and then deleted it just shows you how gutless so many of these people are. Yeah. Well, it's a, uh, it's a shame. But again, uh, but here, and Joe, I'm not advocating this whatsoever. Uh, but I'm surprised the guy just didn't get popped by whoever was behind so him. The Del- You're in New York. No. This is Delta. You have such a huge opportunity here because here you have an African-American male behind the counter who could not possibly have handled this any better than they did, showed this person, hey, here's the process. If you want to get on the plane, fine, but if not, three days before Christmas, I'll have Port Authority take care of it right here and there. And Delta has an unbelievable opportunity to make this person the face of LaGuardia Airport in and Delta. I think the goal of the country should be, if not now, by the end of 24, uh, Delta does the right thing. I, I have a sneaking feeling that this guy will probably be reprimanded. The, uh, Let me the, see if there's an update on the, that. The DEI, the, the DEI poison is so fully ingrained you think in, the em- in, Delta co- in corporate America, oh. is so ingrained in corporate America that they're still unwilling to uh, to address this the way the agent did. I would recommend him to win. The- I hope I'm wrong. I hope Delta sees this and sides with their agent. But I have the sneaking suspicion that the DEI tentacles are so firmly mm. attached now. They're so sunk into the groove that it's going to take them a while to back out of it as this DEI BS blows up. I think you should win the 2023 Airport Hero of the Year Award. Take it away from you. Uh, I was 2018. <laughs> well, you were 2018. It's not a, it's not a traveling trophy. It's oh, the, I you see. You just get this. There could be a it. new one every year. There is, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any type you of You think update. there's a version of you at LaGuardia? There has to be. <laughs> I'm. They're cloning me at airports right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're trying to be like the rookie. Okay. Serious question. What? You overhear this at the airport. Are you going to do anything? Yes. I'm going to go de-escalate the situation immediately um, by telling this person, I know you're upset, but if this goes any bigger than this, first of all, you won't be able to fly today. We'll take you off the plane. You won't be on this flight, and you might not be on the next flight either. So you have to let them know that you're in control. You respect that they disagree. You don't escalate the situation, but you do what this Delta guy did. 
saying, here's the deal. This is what it is. What if the agent in question in your scenario was doing exactly what the Delta guy did? You'd, you'd be defending that I would, agent? I'd be keeping my mouth shut, yes. I would, I'd be there as a GSC, as somebody that can remove somebody on the aircraft, but I wouldn't butt in. I would just be nodding. And then if he looked to me to say, what now, then I would say, I'm you, you, you threw an acronym at me. What is GSE? It's uh it's um, ground security. Yeah, you're you're one of the guys that can take people off. A flight attendant can only call to get you removed. A flight attendant can't remove you from the plane. Well, let's be fair to the situation, Rook. I don't want to speak for you, but it's hard for you to comment on this because you have not been briefed. I haven't been fully briefed on this, Joe. You know this. You can't <laughs> ask me these questions and expect me to know full on what's going on. I was not there. I was not at the briefing, uh, post-briefing, they would have said, hard for did you fill out a safety report? Okay, you have to fill out a safety report. Include everything you saw. And then let's go talk about it. See, okay. He hasn't been briefed. Thank you for reminding me that. You're welcome. I, so I, I, I didn't speak. I'm here as your counsel. Thank you. Yeah. At what point, if any, serious question, at what point, if any, would you have been allowed to manhandle that customer? Or is that no go? I wouldn't. No, I would not. T- I would not pull or tug or push. Because or, then you, you what? You absolve any type of, not absolve. But then you, it's on you. Exactly. Okay, that's better put. If okay. there's a police officer or an air marshal, I, okay. Case need your point. help here. Think what that agent in LaGuardia, think of the uh, reserve he expressed. Think of the... Well, and we just saw 30 I'm seconds done. of I'm it. I'm not done. Yeah. Think of the self-discipline he had. Now think what cops go through. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine? No. They're all about de-escalation. They, I was on a plane where the girlfriend and the boyfriend were going to Las Vegas, Uh-oh. and they were both hammered. And she wouldn't shut up. And I went down to talk to her and said, you know what? You're going to Las Vegas. Well, what Sit do you mean she wouldn't shut up? Speaking too loudly. Uh, yes. And she was showing signs of intoxication. And there was an air marshal. I think that, you made up a word. Did I say intox? She you was intoxicated. It, you said intoxicated. Did I say intoxication? You did, a, you did a W. You went intoxication. Intoxication. <laughs> she was full of Intoxication. <laughs> Uh, she was intoxicated, and there was an air marshal that stood up, and he said, I'm an air marshal. What do you want me to do? And I said, she's not, not, she's not going. She's not going. And he tried to tell her. He just told me to remove you. I will remove you if you keep talking. And she went hot. He just pulled her off the plane. Time to go. And she, so this just, was before you went out to the runway. Yeah, we're on the jet bridge ready to push and close the door. Yeah. And she. Bigger question. Yep. Did the boyfriend stay on the plane? Uh, See you, honey. He, I'm going to Vegas. He was gone, too. <laughs> oh. And they went to Vegas, and whatever radio show they were on, uh, there was a radio show there, they went on and they ripped Sun Country, a new one. And then I saw that Air Marshal six months later, and he, he saw me on Twin Cities Live, and the, the wife said, why does that guy look familiar? He's like, he was the guy that kicked <laughs> off the... Uh, it was really funny, but uh, yeah, they can't... No physical. If they're going to be arrested, then the cops are going to cuff them, and that's the only physical part that's going to be... North American Banking Company. Mm. You know what? Not only have they been with Garage Logic for the better part of 2023, they have been so thankful... What? They signed up for 2024 as well. Bilski! They Bilski! are my Bilski! bank. They should become your bank as well. Six locations here in the Twin Cities to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online 
online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They understand that there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, then be sure to check out my friends at North American Banking Company. They're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence, Rook. So what you're saying is you just don't want to be an overdraft number like I usually am. Correct. Okay. And if you're going to get rejected by that loan, yes. you want to know Nobody's right now. Nobody's nicer. Right. Nobody's nicer than North American. <laughs> Mr. Mikulski, we're having trouble with your paperwork again. Uh, they first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. So check them out online today. NABankco.com to learn more. That's NABankco.com. Bankco.com, North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Complete fool. Joe, you want to play pickleball? Joe Sujure, the keeper of common sense. Here's John Height. Thank Monday. you, Joe. Madrid. This news update brought Bangkok. to you by Moscow, oh, the Twin Cities, oh, from the four else? corners of the world, oh. from the news capitals at home and abroad. Yes. The the Today's headlines brought into focus the issues and events that shape our time. John. Garage Logic, the information beacon of Minnesota, presents the John Height News Experience. All right, what do you got? John An up-to-the-minute commentary from one of journalism's most trusted voices. Five-time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Now, with all the news fit to broadcast, here's John Height. Turn it up, baby! Thank you, Matt. Uh, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, with unsafe ice conditions in a lot of areas of Minnesota and reports of people falling through ice increasing every day, state officials are again urging caution. Latest warning from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources comes on the day a body was found on a lake in far northern Minnesota and two others had to be rescued in Beltrami County. Lake of the Woods County Sheriff Gary Fish says his office was called about a possible drowning at the northwest angle near Flag Island around 8.10 yesterday morning. Several agencies responded. A male victim's body was found just after 3 p.m. The victim has not yet been identified. That death happened when a commercial transport vehicle, ones that they call bombers, crashed through the ice on Lake of the Woods in the northwest angle. Also on Thursday, two men fell through the ice on Upper Red Lake. Beltrami County Sheriff's Office says crews responded about 7.30 in the morning and met the men at the resort they were staying at. Fortunately, they were both okay. Plans were made to remove their ATV when the ice gets strong enough again. What fish? I'm sorry, John, to interrupt, but I'm going to do it anyway. What fish is good enough to risk your life for? None. None. If I was king, I'd put a fence around Upper and Lower Red for the winter. But yeah. never allowed to go on it. Yeah. You wouldn't be elected. some moron is always stuck right. out there on an yep. ice floor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they've had to do at least three rescues there already since December 17th, according to the DNR, on Upper Red Lake. Officials say that while temps are forecasted to drop, ice conditions will remain poor until there's a string of cold days to form new clear ice. A blackened grouper sandwich might be worth it. 
Yeah, for sure. When Rookie started yeah, his question of what fish, and I thought, is he trying to bait Joe again for another That was question? a legitimate question. Yeah, that, that was, was not legit, up for though. fun. Yeah, that was, was legit. But beware. I mean, out. you never know. They're out there. <laughs> the Meeker County Sheriff's Office is investigating. John, I'm sure. Yeah, Go you ahead. You're the, mark. Sorry. you're the mark today. Meeker County Sheriff's Office is investigating the fatal shooting of a woman in Dassel Township. A man called 911 around 10 in the morning yesterday said he shot his wife. When authorities got to the home on the 2200 block of 713th Avenue, they found a woman dead inside. The man taken into custody. Authorities have not identified him or the woman. There were two children in the home at the time. They were not hurt, according to authorities. Bureau of Criminal Apprehension and Litchfield Police are helping with that investigation. Manoman, Marshall Martin, McLeod, Meeker, Malax, Morrison, Maurer, Murray are your M counts. Is that the most? Got him. No, I think C's are the most. C's are the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an email in from the Garage Logic Town Council that's listening to us in real time. I, I understand. Uh, this is from Francis. Mr. Mayor, as the keeper of common sense and as the clue writer, is there a chance that you won't find an acceptable spot for the puck this year due to climate change slash global warning? Loyal listener and member of Steve's crew, Francis of Roseville. I do not uh, have anything to do with the treasure hunt. Okay. Noted. From the Star Tribune, back-to-back multi-vehicle crashes just as the morning commute started today. It brought traffic to a halt on Highway 169. The first of two pileups occurred shortly before 5 this morning near the Hopkins-Minnetonka border at Excelsior Boulevard. According to State Patrol Lieutenant Jill Frankfurth, a passenger vehicle spun out on the pavement's frosty glaze and was blocking other drivers. A Minnetonka squad arrived. And that squad was hit by a driver in an SUV. The SUV also hit the vehicle that had spun out. A Minnesota Department of Transportation traffic camera captured the SUV driver getting out of the vehicle, jumping across a concrete barrier, and fleeing across the northbound lanes and into the darkness. Wow. Yeah, the passenger vehicle's driver taken by emergency responders to a nearby hospital for non-critical injuries. The officers in the damaged uh, squad not hurt, according to the lieutenant. Moments later in the same area, a semi-trailer truck slid out of control as mm. it neared the crash scene and jackknifed. Several approaching vehicles then hit the big rig. No injuries reported. Uh, traffic did remain clogged for a couple of hours on, Hunway, uh, on Highway 169 until they got it all straightened out. I know you're thinking, what did I tell you about three or four weeks ago? We are going to have, and we haven't even had bad winter weather yet. We have too many people that forget how to drive in bad yes, conditions. Yes. It was a little slick this morning. And these idiots just think, well, I could still go 70 with my cruise on. No, no you can't. truck drivers. Uh, they just, the, the, the current truck driver, I don't think is thoroughly trained. Both enough. of my brothers both have their class A, both are truck drivers. And they said it's never been worse. The, 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 the level yeah, it's gone way down. It's water so down because we're just handing them out. Wow. A historic flood warning for the Red River it does usually happen this time of year. Select river points are rising in the southern Red River Basin due to excessive unseasonable rainfall and also contributed to a damaging ice storm over the past few days. Carl Jones is with the National Weather Service in Grand Forks. He said a flood warning in December. Well, he thinks this is the first time they've ever had to issue one. Since 2003, when the Weather Service there began its current format of flood warnings, it has not issued such a warning in December. Uh, That's not the only place. Also, the St. Croix River, also on the rise this week in Stillwater. 
On Thursday afternoon, the downtown river gauge was just above 77 feet. That river is expected to rise toward 80 feet next week. That's the action stage for flood preps in Stillwater. Uh, they should be okay. Flood stage is 87 feet. Uh, revisiting that story we talked about a little bit earlier, the chancellor of a state university in Wisconsin has been fired after posting pornographic videos with his wife online. University of Wisconsin Systems Board of Regents unanimously decided to dismiss the chancellor, Joe Gao, who had led the University of Wisconsin lacrosse since 2007 and was its longest tenured leader since the 1960s. Carmen Wilson, Mr. Gao's wife, was also removed from her unpaid position as associate to the chancellor. Karen Walsh, the head of the board, which oversees the system's 13 universities, said the board was alarmed and disgusted by Gao's actions. In an interview yesterday, Gao and Wilson said they believe they were fired over the videos, which include sex scenes together and with others under the username Sexy Happy Couple. <laughs> the what? Sexy Happy Couple. Oh. Yeah, and that's also if you want to watch. You their, guys, uh, you and the CP cook- hadn't already trademarked that? No. No. Oh. The uh, cooking videos are also listed as sexy, happy couple. Those are on YouTube. Those those don't involve sex, just cooking. Both and as Joe mentioned that, earlier, one of those uh, applies. I think happy, right? Couple. Both said, the, uh, the the wife in this deal is. Uh, uh, be nice, yeah, Joe. Hold it. Be nice. You're turning the corner here. You're going. You know what? There's uh, somebody for everybody. That's a good way to put it. You're welcome. I wonder if my brother Stephen, oh God, in his uh, September, October, November, in his three month stint at the University of Lacrosse, had him as a teacher <laughs> at wonder, any point. Wonder <laughs> he he's sitting at home on after Christmas break. It's January first, and my mom and dad are kind of looking at it around, going, "Shouldn't you be uh, going back to lacrosse?" And he's, "Well, they asked me not to come back." <laughs> In his three months, this is three months stint at. Uh... <laughs> Did you have the guy oh. at all? Both Gao and Wilson said they felt it was wrong for the university to punish them over the videos, arguing uh, to do so infringes on their free speech rights. Uh, Gao is 63. His wife is 56. They've made made videos together for years, but they had decided recently to make them publicly available on porn websites and had been pleased by the response. They said they never mentioned the university or their jobs in the videos, several of which have racked up hundreds of thousands of views. The couple has also made a series of videos in which they cook meals with porn actors, and uh, they're dressed during that, but then after they cook the meals, they have sex with the porn actors, some male. Do they make money female. at this? Yep. What do you think of the uh, pasta? Certainly, yes. Of course. <laughs> a little salty. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I have a question. And Boy, I got oh, a good. Yeah. Please, I, I, this, please bring this how... up during sports talk for Pat. I want For my own enjoyment, I want to hear what Pat has to say about this story. Go ahead, John. Oh, well, I just need to know, I, this probably isn't real relevant to the story, but if they had porn actors and actresses come on their cooking show and then have sex with them, they obviously must have paid them a fee, you would assume, You would right? think so. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't do, that. You're, do it for nothing. Yeah, not doing a freebie for really. I think those in the industry, um, you know, they, yeah, they have. Or a, is it like well, sometimes we'll do trade? You know, so, you know, the twins run spots. What do I get for a, right. uh, well, scrambled <laughs> eggs and toast? Sometimes they bring on a female, I would imagine, sometimes a male. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I did. Uh, I did see some still shots, as they say. What'd you think of the tube steak? Yep. <laughs> it's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. Yes, it is. 
Why don't we uh, take a break at this what point? About that veal? What How's that? your veal that I? Uh, what else? You know, the younger they are, that veal, they, it's uh, you know, they, they've just been uh, freshly out of the uh, cow, and they're very tender. Rook, uh, kind of like Rook. me. That's not vegetarian. Why don't you take oh, it that's away? That's true. It's not vegan. You're right. Yeah. Uh, well, How there's, about that squash? There's absolutely no way I Speaking can segue squash. into this. Yeah, right. There's, <laughs> I'm going to clear my mind, clear my thoughts for a minute. Okay. That shouldn't take long. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're, she's empty. She's empty. Good. I, I just hit it. the refresh. Reset. Yeah. All right. Minnesota Masonic Charities is very proud to sponsor this Bet show they love today. following this segment. They are completely the opposite of all that uh, uh, silliness. They're serious. And as you know, Minnesota Masonic Charities is one of the leading grants grant makers in the state, including primary support for the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital, the University of Minnesota Masonic Cancer Center, both great institutions leading the fight against cancer with research on the causes, prevention, treatments, cures, one of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation. That's why you've heard their name. That's why they're out there this year. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, and treatment of cancer has helped Tens of thousands of people, and the reason they came on Garage Logic is they wanted to get to word the word out. Everybody thinks they have the secret meetings, the handshake, the funny hats. They're an open book. You go to minnesotamasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Visit their beautiful campus in Bloomington, and you'll know all about them because they want you to know. They're an open book. mnmasoniccharities.org. Here's a guy that forgot a liner. Oh. Oh. Here, here's a guy that's about to learn what Opa means. Here's Joe Suchere. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Opa is a oh, common Mediterranean, Eastern European, Middle Eastern, North Africa, South American, and Jewish yes. emotional expression. I say to you... Opa. Mm-hmm. It just means um, shock or surprise Yay. or wow. Hey, yeah. Or whoops, I made Opa. a mistake. End Opa. of the year fun Friday. You were had, you had a story. Um, the other day I was going to the airport. It's probably about 4.30 in the morning. And I went. It's a long story. I, it's a very long story. Well, it can't be. <laughs> Great ending. Great ending. <laughs> and I forgot my p- parking paddle, so I had to go back in the house. I went back in the house with the key, did it, and then... I grabbed the key. I went out to my car, and something was wrong with the defrost. I was late. I couldn't do anything with it, but I was locked out of the house. So I went to find our spare key, and I'm fumbling with the keys in the back door. I finally opened the back door after a couple minutes. We have jingle bells on our door. I walk into the kitchen, and she's holding a machete uh, about the size of Duluth going what in the hell are you doing? I scared the hell out of her. Uh-huh. She had bear spray, and she had a machete, and I thought she was going to slice my head off. I lived. Did she use either? No. <laughs> Don't ever try to break into my house. All right, then. All right. It's time to play What a Hardware Store. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. And, uh, Where did she get the machete? If, I, if I'm gone, she's well protected. Okay. That's just one of many, by the way. Huh. I have to be careful uh, walking the, around. 
In other news, and before I get to the news, uh, I have uh, even more of an update on the university folks. Good, uh, good. Uh, earlier this morning, I went to just regular YouTube, YouTube.com. Where Johnny's you still doing videos. the full research. <laughs> well, well, that's well, a news I, man. I am. And uh, where you could uh, see the cooking videos, just yeah. regular YouTube.com, yeah. right? Well, now all of those are gone. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, what I was going to mention, I went to double check it because the uh, the graphics, everything was really good on them. It was done really professionally, oh, very uh, nice, for lack of a better way to put it. But now, apparently, someone, not YouTube, I don't think, because there was no sex on those videos, but uh, probably the uh, uh, former chancellor has taken them down. Maybe. How uh, do you see the post cooking videos? You have to be a subscriber. You have to go somewhere, you have to be a pay a fee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's called Loyal Fans. What's, what's your uh, number? Um, I don't have a number. Your, you got a number. I don't oh, have yeah, a number. A number. A dollar? No, I don't have a $10 number. Ten dollars a month or hundred dollars no. for the year? No. <laughs> that's the council. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's been done already. You're right. You're right. In uh, in other news, Russia launched 122 missiles, dozens of drones against Ukrainian targets. Officials said Friday, killing at least 30 civilians across Ukraine. Uh, the Ukraine across Ukraine in what an Air Force official called the biggest aerial barrage of that war. At least 144 people injured and an unknown number buried under rubble during the roughly 18-hour onslaught. In the Mideast, the Israel Defense Forces releasing findings of an investigation into the deaths of those three Israeli hostages who were shot by accident by the IDF in Gaza. The investigation found the IDF failed in its mission to rescue hostages and the entire chain of command feels responsible and regrets the outcome. This all happened back on December 10th. IDF soldiers raided several buildings in Shijaya, a neighborhood in eastern Gaza that's seen fierce fighting. During the raid, IDF soldiers heard calls in Hebrew asking for help. They thought it was a trap by Hamas militants who sought to deceive them, something they had done in the past. The IDF uh, said they had seen signs said saying, save three kidnapped people. Well, during intense fighting, an IDF soldier fired at three figures whom he had identified as a threat. Two were killed. One ran away. That one was killed the next day. Turns out they were three hostages. Both of wow. you 13-year-olds were just on your phones. Mm -hmm. That's unacceptable. Well, I was texting your host. Oh, for Monday Night Sports Talk? Yes. Is he in the building? He, uh, yes, he is. And you were doing what? Telling a joke. <laughs> On does red paint smell? <laughs> On Thursday, Maine's top election official moved to remove Donald Trump from the ballot, citing his conduct after the 2020 vote. Hours later in California, election officials said Trump would stay on their ballot. Michael Waldman, president of the Brennan Center for Justice at New York University, said the ruling in Maine sets the stage for what he calls an epic constitutional showdown. Waldman saying this will put more pressure on the Supreme Court to act one way or the other and make a decision. There's a real need, he said, for national clarity on this. The Supreme Court is likely to decide soon whether it will review a Colorado Supreme Court decision that declared Trump ineligible. State Republicans have asked the justices to intervene, and Trump is expected to file his own appeal, which could come as soon as this This will never end. I've told you that, what, yes. What, what, are, what are we doing? I don't know. What, what are we doing here? In all, in all seriousness... Yeah. Colorado, I believe Biden won by what ten point. It was a it was a fair fairly healthy was, victory. Yeah, over ten percent. And wasn't Maine pretty close to the same result? Biden won yeah. pretty handily. So yeah. what all you're doing? Well, go out. Sorry. The Jared. end result, though, don't you think, Chris, is if they win this in the Supreme Court, then other states do it. 
Don't you think that's the end result? Because <laughs> I, then I it's the dominoes will fall. But yeah. then, but then again, if this if this continues, you're just throwing red meat to the wolves, aren't you? Yes. I discovered a place yesterday on a, on a wooden boat site. Yeah, only fans. Na- <laughs> only fans. Naples, Maine. Naples. Okay. Look, do yourself a favor and see if you can find on YouTube a travel log of Naples, Maine. Sounds, I like the sound. Beautiful of it. lakes, and you see the white mountains in the background, Ooh, and it's their oh, summer area, and Bing Bang Boom. You ever been? No, but I'd love to go there. Hmm. Naples, um, Maine. By the way, did I just get punked by him when he asked the direct question, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm on my phone." Does he yeah. get credit for one? Of Ooh, my, we might have one to of mine has to one. be erased. Yeah, okay. Erase He's one. trying to play the game. Take, okay. take one away. He's yeah. trying to play the game. Yeah. I got you. I'm on to you now, bro. Some uh, interesting videos. Have you seen these California videos the last couple of days? Yes. The last day, I guess. Rain, coastal flooding, and waves as tall as 30 feet expected along parts of the West Coast today. A day after giant waves pummeled the California shoreline, prompted evacuation warnings. More than 6 million people in coastal areas of California and Oregon were under high surf warnings overnight as breaking waves posed an especially heightened threat to life and property, according to the National Weather Service. Waves of about 28 to 33 feet tall and potentially up to 40 feet tall over uh, forecast overnight in some coastal areas in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, the Weather Service office in L.A. told surfers and beachgoers the risk of drowning is high and the California State Park System warned outdoor enthusiasts to be careful at the ocean. More than a dozen state parks and beaches in California were fully or partially closed because of bad weather. A lot of those houses were really close to the ocean. Very close, yeah. It's a bad... That's, yeah, you, you can't... Know, don't do that. Right. Yeah. There were some where uh, they were right next to the ocean, and as the wave came, the whole street was flooded. That's right. Gar- garbage cans floating well, by. Just it's, amazing. It's uh, pretty obvious, isn't it? Obviously, the state of California isn't spending enough money on climate change. It right? is a climate change problem, yeah. Uh, Naples, Maine? Yeah. Uh, I think that's on the uh, li- list at least once. Oh, it's Great yeah. pictures. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Naples, Maine. Who knew? I didn't know. Naples, Florida. Naples, Italy. E.B. White wrote a great piece about, as a child, going to a lake in Maine. And I wonder if it was the Naples area. Mm. I'll have to double check. I uh, have a family member, my wife, who's never been to Maine or Vermont but wants to move there. I've never been to Vermont. I have been to Maine. I think that one was in Bangor, Maine. Bangor? Yeah, yeah. There was a John. Uh, thank you. Great documentary <laughs> yeah. about a retired psychologist that had a. Uh, I think he had a. Was it a motel? He had an inn. Oh, and, what? Yeah, I he had an. I think was that Vermont? Yes, I don't remember. Yeah, but the guy, uh, a lot of antics. A lot of antics. antics. Did he like what his show, mom? What are you talking about? Bob Newhart. Oh, that show. The new Larry, one. Larry and Daryl and Daryl and yeah. Larry. And who was the wife? She was a, a, a cutie. Suzanne Plush. Oh, no. no Suzanne no, Plush no, no, was no, in the first the, series. Oh. She she died of a heart attack. What? Very me. lovely gal. And, uh, yeah. And no. such a great life. You'd think living in Vermont, you wouldn't be stressed out. Well, it was a TV show. I don't know if they were Newhart. living there when they were doing Newhart. it. Newhart. Mr. Souchere, would it be once more to the lake by E.B. White? Probably, yes. A visit to Belgrade Lakes, Maine. Oh, oh Belgrade Lakes. Yeah. I'll be damned. Mm. I wonder if that's part of the chain of lakes uh, at Erie, uh, at at Naples, Maine. 
Well, Belgrade, they still have to look it up. Mary Fran. Mary Fran. Mary yeah. Fran. Mary yeah. Fran. She died. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Son, or she died at 82 years of age. 82? Yeah. 82, really? Yeah. Well, wow. when that show was being done, what she must have been an elderly. She was younger girl. than 82. <laughs> no, I, I know that. Got her. <laughs> what? I got that part. Yep. But what? she must have been in her 60s, maybe. I would imagine. I'm trying yeah. to see. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I well, when was the show on? In TV. the 80s? TV. That reminds me of the great Mitch Hedberg line. I have a photo of me when I was wait, younger, wait. but every photo is when I was younger. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, Rook. Huh? Mary Fran died when she was 55. Well, who's oh, 82? God, what are you looking at? She died in the hardware store. Oh, no, Jenny Newhart, Newhart, Bob Newhart's wife of 60 years, died at 82. I see. Oh, my God, so his real wife died. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Take a break, will you? I'll figure it out. Yeah. But first, I'd like to tell the fine folks out there, thank you for your support of Hofferman Water and Connecticut. I have been a customer for years. You will be happy, too, if you decide to make the switch. So here's the deal. Just get get online, have them come out for that free water analysis today. Can't beat good water. You really can't, Rook. It's the best. Your ice is better. Your cooking. If you want to start a naked cooking show with porn stars, I guarantee your cooking is going to be better. You got to have clear water. If you make the switch. Can't have that Detroit brown runny water. You really can't. 952-894-4040. Also, you can visit their website. uh, She liked clean water before she died at (laughs) 82. good to know. (laughs) Hoffermanwater.com is their website. Go online. You can see every single system that they have to offer. Get on that schedule, Patrick, for fun Friday, everybody. everybody. I want clean water for everyone. Water softeners, iron rust and odor filtration systems. Offerman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Uh, I promise you we're not going to bill you for this one. Hoffermanwater.com. Uh, Not even a joke. You like the Sandlot? I think it's so. a good flick. Yeah. yeah, real good flick. Yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. The ball goes in the yard. And there's a yeah. big yeah. dog. Yeah. yeah, okay. Wendy yeah. Peppercorn. Yeah, I don't know who that. With her padded swimsuit. Let's bra. go. Scramble's playing, bro. She married Squints. They had like a whole bunch of kids. Yep. <laughs> in real life, she was the lifeguard. Yeah. In real life. No, just in the movie. No, they got married. In real life? Yes. For real? And had a bunch of kids. No, that's the guy said at the end of the movie. <laughs> I, I'm wow. Only Naples, Maine. <laughs> Two oh. more years. Two more Two years. More years. Opa. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Lock, Lake Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, Lay it sir. down, bro. That's this day in history. Good. On this day. Today, Joe, is December 29th. 1854. The first legal execution in Ramsey County, Minnesota Territory took place when Yuha Z, a Dakota man convicted of murdering an immigrant woman named Bridget Keener, was hanged on a gallows on St. Anthony Hill, now Cathedral Hill in St. Paul. Wow. On this day, twelve two nine in 1891, the Minnesota Library Association was organized in St. Paul. Professor William W. Falwell 
The librarian of the U of M was elected president of this first state library association and other members of that useful profession filled the offices of vice president, Helen J. McCain of the St. Paul Public Library and secretary and treasurer J. Fletcher Williams of the Minnesota Historical Society. Early concerns at meetings of the organization included education for librarianship work with children, traveling libraries, and public access to bookshelves. What year was this? 1891. Uh, tra- what kind of tra- would the traveling library be? Like You'd, a wagon train? There you go. A little wagon, horse-drawn wagon. Wow. Were they fun? And uh, and they would yeah, go around the streets, and you could go up to them and, and get a book. We still book. have the neighborhood libraries in our... Seriously, like in our neck of the woods. old RV? No, it's just... You got a little... What do you call it? I got it? news for you. It looks it. like a big birdhouse. They're all over the city. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. We got yeah, a million like Cub Scout or Boy Scout makes that for his Eagle Project. They're all over St. Right Paul. Right after the big camp yeah. out. All over Andover, too. <laughs> right after the big right camp after out. The big camp they're camp motivated. Out. After the camp out, they are motivated, man. They oh, are. Yeah. They yeah. are. I was going. certain I wasn't going yes, back to that again. I was not Let me tell you something. We've got our work cut out for us in 2024. What? DEI must go. How do we do it? It must. Well, we'll make it happen. Okay. Uh, GLers so, have John. a wonderful new year. Hey, and, hey Joe. Uh, yes. Joe, I'll see you next year. Okay, John. Johnny Cake. With the, <laughs> Every year. Has to do it. Here's to everybody Somebody getting a pouch for snacks oh, in 2024. <laughs> and, and happy new year, GLers. And uh, we'll see you in 2024. And remember, if you are a youngster and you're sitting at home and you're not quite 21 yet, and you and your buddy get offered a beer by your dad. Remember Buffy and Muffy? Remember Buffy and Muffy called the two girl, the yes. two girls, yes. and the dad said, "Nope, you you had you had you had a beer already. You can't go anywhere." Yeah. And they said, "We remembered how good the beer tasted before they called, and how bitter it tasted after, because they wouldn't let them go out with the gals." You don't remember that? I do. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that story was told correctly. Oh. There was some great regret. Take it from the top. There was some great regret involved. Well, yeah, because they were just hanging out with their the, 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 his buddy and his dad. I thought dad. it was they were invited someplace and didn't go. No, they were invited after they had already had a beer, and the dad said, I'm not letting you underage kids go anywhere because you had a beer already. All right. We got that right. settled? I think so. <laughs> you got any beer in the pouch over there? Not yet. Uh, YouTube, subscribe. <laughs> Garage Life Council. Okay, 5,000. Chia-chia. It's time to play Love in a Hardware Store.